0: You are listening to the Uncommon Truth Podcast, produced by the Father's House Church in Oroville, California. I'm Luke, and we created this podcast because we want to explore Christianity the way that Jesus intended it to be. If you're interested in joining us on this journey, make sure you subscribe to this podcast, or for more resources, check out changeoroville.org. Hey everybody, welcome to the Uncommon Truth Podcast, Steve and Vicky are here again.
1: Hello, second time today. Hello.
0: Yeah. And if you don't know me, I'm Luke, I'm your host. You're and from England. I am from England. Mm-hmm. We are filming our second podcast of the day, which sometimes means we're Goes a little... Goes off the rails. Yeah. Yeah. So, sometimes
1: Vicky gets a little crazy.
0: Yeah, yeah. so she a little crazy in the first episode <laughs> if you listened last week. That's right. So bear with us and... <laughs> We'll see where the Lord takes us.
1: <laughs> and then he's going to throw <laughs> Hebrews at us, yeah. right? Yeah, great. <laughs> and then there was Hebrews. Hebrews. My favorite.
0: Yeah, so, um, Hope you had
1: a good week between...
0: Yes, we, you're going to be listening to this for <laughs> us in about two weeks. So we hope you've had a great time. And you
1: and have gone on a retreat. We'll have been Men on a men's, men's camp out. And yeah,
0: that's... Yeah, That'd be nice. Got lots happening around us, but the Lord is good and faithful and.
1: we're so excited because we have 10 days of 80s to 90s 90s is yeah. 10 days it's like that's a walk on water miracle because yep. we came out of 108 didn't we yes it's so wonderful it's wonderful steve are you with us yeah i'm here okay. <laughs> <laughs> where were you uh, <laughs> yeah
0: anywho i think we're just gonna dive right in Why today not. so let's let's do that all right before we get too strange so um <laughs> too late Hebrews chapter 12, we're going to start in verse 4. This, uh, I'll, dis, I'll give a disclaimer and say this is not the most popular topic in the world. <laughs> but it's maybe, the milk. But maybe it should be more yeah, popular. There you go. Who knows? Yeah. Let's find out. And
1: you give this to us on our second podcast in a row. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. Right, Steve?
2: Well, I think it's a wonderful Subject. So he's ready. Yeah.
1: See, he, worked right. he was literally just sleeping. I have a picture. I should uh, put it on the website. He was, was sleeping in
2: between the two. I learned. You gotta, if you <laughs> catnap, you're fresh and ready to go. He is fresh
0: as
1: a daisy. Yeah, Let's go. Right. You're
0: saying I chose Hebrews 12 as the second one like it was a bad idea, but really I knew that this topic would
1: would excite yeah. him. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yep. All, All right. Here
0: we go. So verse 4, uh, you have not yet resisted <laughs> to the point of shedding blood stop there. in your <laughs> striving against sin. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> (laughs) And you have forgotten the exhortation which is addressed to you as sons. My son, do not regard lightly the discipline of the Lord, nor faint when you are reproved by him. For those whom the Lord loves, he disciplines, and he scourges every son whom he receives. It is for discipline that you endure. God deals with you as sons. For what son is there whom his father does not discipline? But if you are without discipline of which all of you have become partakers, then you are illegitimate children and not sons. Furthermore, we had earthly fathers to discipline us and we respected them. Shall we not much rather be subject to the father of spirits and live? Mm -hmm. For they disciplined us for a short time as seemed best to them. But he disciplines us for our good so that we may share in his holiness. All discipline for the moment seems not to be joyful but sorrowful yet those who have been trained by it afterwards it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness
1: so the cool thing is for me it's not talking about women (laughs) so i skate so i'm just gonna bow out of this one praise the lord it's only about you guys so good for me
2: Uh, yes because you don't want god to be your father (laughs)
1: right but i don't need to be disciplined
2: well, scourged it actually says you do <laughs> it doesn't say women it says sons but it's talking about god being your father well he's my father what jesus said make sure that god is your father don't be like the gentiles or the pharisees who don't have god as a father
1: correct but maybe women are so so good they so don't the reason that. women
2: are so good is because they they actually most of them most of them present company accepted um, <laughs> I think I'm offended. want god to be their father i think i'm offended yes um Discipline is an interesting word in it. You know, this, you can take these verses out and you can use different words. Oh, wow. And like in here, he says, scourge. he, scourges, scourge. he scourges every son he receives. And when you read scourge, that is not scrub. He doesn't clean you. <laughs> This is truly what Jesus... Jesus was scourged. Didn't before he go to the, into the
1: temple too? Before
2: the cross, yeah. he was scourged by yeah. the Romans. Wow. And so it's a word that describes severe punishment, mm-hmm. wow. severe, severe affliction. And so it says he's, he, will, he, will, he will do whatever it takes to keep you going towards being a son mm. or, better said, making him your father. Mm. And I'm so grateful for this discipline of the lord because i mean i i really can get caught up in what i want to do even if what i want to do is for the lord all of a sudden i'm doing what i want to do and i'm taking all the praise for it oh you did such a good job here oh you do so. i don't know how you do everything you do you know there's really a lot of praise and it's just you gotta get caught up in it You're, you start pursuing praise or you start pursuing honor Accolades. your own honor your own glory and I'm so glad for the discipline of the Lord because the word is, you know, in even in this verse, it's it's the same word is translated as things other than like scourge and discipline, and and exhortation and things like that. Where what it's all in all saying is God keeps you in line if you're His son and you love Him. Hmm. He put He keeps you in line, and what the discipline of the Lord is is hardship. Or spiritual conditioning that comes in the form of testing, suffering, oh happy days, trials and afflictions. <laughs> he will use Whatever testing, he needs. suffering, trials and affliction to keep you from wandering away from the pursuit of sonship or the pursuit of Him being your Father, wow. making Him your Father. And I think. You know that's nothing to run from and i think people run from it. we got whole books written right now the lord doesn't discipline yeah. and, and he doesn't discipline christians or something i don't he's not mad he's you know it's just the lord does not discipline it's like god well, doesn't punish and if you that. take you change the word discipline to being someone who who daily does what they're supposed to do okay the lord disciplines he does daily does what he's supposed to do or he daily requires you to do what you're supposed to but that's not what this means it really is affliction and trial and mm-hmm. correction and And even like, you know, he even likens it to earthly fathers who discipline their children. And he's talking about spanking. He's talking about corporal punishment for the mistakes we make that dishonor our place as a son to our father. Mm. In their day, the biggest crime against the father was to dishonor your place Mm. and dishonor his role, dishonor his achievements, his name, for instance. Oh, you're the you're so-and-so son of so-and-so. Boy, your father must be a real putz to raise a son like you. Wow. That was the biggest crime against your father, was to dishonor him. And so when it says the Lord disciplines those, he he's talking about he disciplines those who dishonor their position of walking with him. Because, you know, Paul. I mean, it's clear, Paul likens it to earthly fathers. You have guys on earth here that discipline you, and you understand that, and you accept that. I mean, it's not so much here in the 21st century, but every century before this they understood that i was, I was there for part of the 20th and mm-hmm. we understood father's discipline and oh, so he's boy, he, did we yeah and he's likening <laughs> it to that right? That's right and and he's saying uh, it is it's both endurance comes from discipline and discipline comes from endurance mm-hmm. You know, you just keep going. You're going to get disciplined again because in your keep going, in your dogged pursuit of God being your father and loving him and being loved by him and then believing that he loves you when you go through these trials, what is it, trials, tribulations, persecutions, afflict no, afflictions. Afflictions That's what it's and said. suffering. And suffering. When you go through these things, you, you want to turn aside, but he doggedly pursues you and he doggedly comes after you to keep you and correct it. It's almost like, you're going in a direction, and someone has their hands on both sides of you, and you, sh- you start veering a little bit to the right. They, they, they <laughs> pat you back in line, and you go to the left. It's almost like the sheepdog that bites the outside cow or the sheep to get them back in the group and make sure the group don't turn because one sheep's going the wrong way. And so it's almost like the correction of the sheepdog in discipline. And, and the shepherd himself carries a hook, and he's, he reaches out, and he taps the sheep back in line. It's kind of like that, and nobody is not pleasant. He's, oh, well, he only taps you. Well, no, I don't think the tap doesn't hurt. (laughs) I know that in all my discipline of my life where I've gone wrong and the Lord has chastised me and disciplined me, for me, it proves he loves me. It proves he wants me to be in the right place. He wants to be my father, and he wants me to understand he's my father. If he corrects me and and moves me back, you know, I know so many young people that were raised in – churches and religious systems i was raised in a religious system so i know a lot of people raised in religious systems that whether they did it right or they did it wrong we who were following got lost Hmm. nobody corrected us nobody made us think right they let us think wrong What's awesome about the Lord is there's a remnant of us, like me, I know, Vicki, I know. I'm pretty sure Yos had that thing. I, I, I don't know what your upbringing was, but the where we wanted to love God, we wanted to accept the Lord, but our system was so screwy, it was almost impossible to follow him. And yet he corrected us. I got way out there astray, but he whacked me back in. You know, I was a miserable young man by the time I was 18. And those trials, tribulations, afflictions, abandonments, unfair behavior that people had towards me, the just total thing just kept pushing me towards Him. I was being funneled towards a relationship mm-hmm. with Him, towards an encounter it's with Him, it. to find out that He loved me. Mm-hmm. And that's really what the discipline of the Lord is about. That's what that definition um, that I read the, the the hardship or spiritual conditioning is for. Mm-hmm. It's to sh- it's to get me in the center of His will, to get me. On the straight and narrow to his love, to the narrow door that leads to life, okay. and, I'm, and 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 of course the promise of in this life many times more of anything I give, and you know I, I have I have what's called found, I get to keep what's found, and what's found is love and peace and patience and joy, the things that come to me, the treasure of heaven that comes to me, and he speaks of it here. The, the blessings and treasures that are mine, because I'm willing to let God herd me, as a her, you know, discipline me in hurting, to His blessing, to His love, to sonship.
1: It's really good if you if you've been around, if you're over 20 years old, and you've lived you've lived it all. You can you could probably line up the kids that are well behaved or you know has a discipline, and we're not. I, you know, he is talking about spankings, but you know, not, it's not always spankings. I mean, sometimes it is just correction on them all course the time, course them. correction. Mm-hmm. And it's like I think what we're really lacking in this world, as the millennials have children, is they're allowing them to decide what they what they should do, and the parents are not disciplining for from for whatever reason. It's um, I think the coolest thing about we have four kids, three who have children, is that they are disciplining like they were disciplined so you know they're and their children are very well behaved you know it's like it's so it works it's just like the unruliness of an undisciplined child and now equals that sign t- equal that to a Christian who's who's not disciplined they're unruly mm. and they're, we talked in la you know in the last podcast about um in Romans 12 but just the hypocrisy, the acting—you mm-hmm. know—you get that if you're not disciplined. If you don't, if you don't succumb to discipline, it really is—it really is damaging to you. And and God, and it, it says that God, if God God didn't love you basically, He wouldn't discipline you. Mm-hmm. And parents, so many kids were raised with no discipline, and they wished their parents wouldn't let them drink, smoke—you know, just carouse, be because that it felt like they weren't loved. Mm -hmm. They come to us and they're addicts or, you know, and their life is a mess because there was no discipline or parameters of, of this is the boundaries, you know, it's almost like when you go bowling, there's those gutters, you know, and if there was no gutters, we would end up on lane one with our ball, you know, and the, the, the discipline is the boundary, is the gutters of the boundaries of our life that keep us going the right way. And for us as Christians, it has us going towards Jesus. And I've been disciplined many times where I've, you know I just knew that I was doing it wrong and, that, and you just that still small voice tells you go this way or go that way He says he's a light your path and he'll tell you which way to go. So I'm really I'm grateful for discipline. I mean it's in the moment doesn't always feel good but we always were, were so remarkable it was we, we remarked all the time when the kids were little and they'd just be acting up and acting up and then pushing and pushing and pushing and finally we give them some discipline mm-hmm. And they were just like they come out of that and they are just so, Excited and so sweet and kind, and we're like, "Why didn't we do that three days before that?" (laughs) Yeah, because we were like, we were in like H.E. double hockey sticks, you know.
2: Yeah, and we were trying to be merciful and kind in a a human way, correct? And not understanding that the 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 end result of people trained by discipline is this: it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness. Oh wow, that's so good. I mean. I mean, you want to, I think, I think people who refuse to discipline are refusing their children that peaceful fruit of righteousness. Mm-hmm. It's really good. And, and when Security. you look at the fruit of the Holy Spirit, that you can have joy in death, you can have joy in life, you can have joy in, in fires and pestilence, mm-hmm. you can have joy in earthquakes and, and famine. You can have a joy in your heart to know your eternal Father and to know that your eternal Father knows you. You can have the peace of God, the peace that can't be understood, the joy unspeakable, the joys that can you can't even describe it with words. You can have those things if you follow the discipline of the Lord and are trained up by the discipline of the Lord. You'll have the peaceful fruit of righteousness. I like that. That's what it says. I like that a lot. That's really good. And that's, yeah, so it's like it's sorrowful yeah you know it's all discipline for the moment seems to not to be joyful it seems only to be sorrowful but yet the, those who have been trained by it it produces the peaceful fruit of righteousness yeah
0: it's really good so god cares enough about the outcome in the long run that the pre- he's willing to put us through trial or mm-hmm. whatever in in the
1: present right. yeah and that's the thing that i, I we've talked about it before but for us, we were really, um, Steve and I were both kind of, I don't know, we were under a misnomer, um, which we would say, you know, we're so blessed because nothing happened to us. And we were blessed. However, that's a wrong, that's not really the right, that's not right. It's like, if you read this, he talks about trials and persecutions and things happen, the rain falls and the just and the unjust. And it's like, how do you go through those? What is he trying to accomplish in you? Not that he's punishing you through death. And, you know, death is going to happen to all of Mm -hmm. us. But it's like, how are you going to how are you going to respond to these things? The all things work together for good for those who love Christ Jesus. It's like so there were and there are places where we just didn't think those things would ever happen to us in Christianity. And we were shocked and disciplined when they were. And we were disciplined. I remember I remember on a December 31st one one year I, was, I, I, I don't get anxious very much or or have, like, a high blood pressure, but I, I did that day, and I remember the Lord really disciplined me um, as we were going through some losses of houses and things, and our house was on the table, and I remember mm-hmm. the Lord speaking really cl- clearly to me, and, and he disciplined me. Yeah. So yeah. it's good. You know, I'm, glad, I'm grateful for it.
2: The peaceful fruit of righteousness. I love
1: it.
0: So I don't think we can talk about this topic without going into this territory, which I think is where people get the most bent out of shape. So (laughs) let me ask you this question. Thank you. What role do Christian leaders play in this function of the Father's discipline in people's lives?
1: It's really good.
2: Well, Paul the Apostle seems to think it's a lot. He he, he said things like, you're not doing this, but you you wait till I get there, I'll do it. Mm -hmm. And then he says, I turn so and so over to Satan for the destruction of his flesh, so that on the day of judgment can he imagine. might be saved and reap the rewards of righteousness. Ananias and Sapphira. And, and, and then there's Peter with Ananias and Sapphira. Mm-hmm. And, and Paul, but Paul makes it real clear. He says, well, how, how can you carry the responsibility of God's kingdom if you're not willing to make these judgments you know, mm-hmm. about right and wrong? Some guy literally is sitting in your church who's sleeping with his father's wife, his yeah, stepmother, who's having a sexual relationship with his stepmother, and you're not acting upon it. You're mm. not telling him it's wrong. You're not. You're just letting him come in and be a member of your church like he's okay. Mm. And he doesn't change. He doesn't move out of the house. He didn't stop this relationship. So what is wrong with you? Mm. And so he, Paul clearly expects that the leadership of the church will act upon these things. And make clear that he's there to protect the sheep from the wolves.
1: And here's the thing: is that um, it's. I think. I think in the last fifty years, the, the pastors, the leaders of the church, you know, they haven't followed the First Timothy exhortation of, of, of leadership. And and in the last podcast, we talked about being a hypocrite, which is an actor. Mm-hmm. I think the problem sometimes is that um, there's been abuse of power, mm-hmm. spiritual abuse. There's been um, acting, and they, you know, so you put your trust in some, in some, you know, leader, leader of the church, lets you down. Um, it's done. It's really dented the can. What I know about Steve, what <laughs> I know about Steve is, is that, you know, he reads the words of Jesus, he acts upon them, he protects the sheep, and if there's a wolf, he, you know, it makes, it makes me cringe a little bit because, you know, he goes after it, but it's like he takes his role really, really. Um, honorably and and importantly mm-hmm. that he is the who jesus has as the yeah. leader of the father's house church and so i mean he's not going to go up to everybody mm-hmm. and just you know correct them. however it's but if they're if they're the father's house is their church especially our team there will be correction and um and it, it will be swift and you know because it's so important and it, it's it's a role he takes very very seriously
0: yeah I, I'm going to put you out on a limb here and see if you remember a story that you told. But there's a, I think it was last year, actually, at the men's camp, out which is coming, coming up or just past, depending on when you're listening to this. But anyway, um, you told a story last year about old Tom, the sheep, the old, the elder sheep that was helping the other sheep get to, to stay in line. Do you remember this, the story I'm talking about? I don't. Okay. How about old
1: Steve? Do you remember that one? <laughs> <laughs>
0: But the, maybe if I – you were telling the idea how, you know, in a, in a herd there's, there's a sheep that's the mature sheep. He's been with the, oh, the shepherd for a long time, and his role is to help the, the other sheep. Oh,
2: yeah. Uh, yeah, I've, I've kind of read these things, you know, in yeah. all different venues yeah. about how sheep are. Yeah. And all shepherds have to have a lead sheep yeah. because sheep are followers and sheep are gatherers. They, they, they are comfortable only together. But when the shepherd is leading, the sheep will follow the shepherd a little bit. But they, but if the first sheep will go across and like cross the river or, or do what he's saying, you know, follow him, then all the others will follow that. And all the uh, the tom sheep was a uh, an analogy of the leaders of the church. Jesus mm-hmm. picks a sheep that will follow him and will say, "Come with me. Follow me as I follow Christ." And Christ being the shepherd and the the lead sheep being the lead sheep and following Jesus so that others will follow. And that example, you know, is the way it's supposed to be. And I don't know that today in the church, very many people believe that we're supposed to just go together. Like it's more and more and more people believe they don't need church. They don't need the gathering. They Shepherd. don't need the flock, they don't need the body, they don't need the, bride, they don't need the pride, they don't need the discipline. And they do it all on their own. It's like, no, I believe. Because they've been taught that believe means the acceptance of a story, the, the of declaring of yeah. a set of facts as true. Jesus came, Jesus died, he shed his blood for my sins. He rose from the dead and conquered death, therefore I will have eternal life.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I believe that, so I'm okay, I don't need your church but that isn't how you get that's not really true that you don't need we all need it right
0: (laughs) he's got the hiccups
2: (laughs) we all need this discipline and we all need older wiser sheep that will follow the shepherd Mm -hmm. and when they follow the shepherd we get to see oh he made it i mean we get to see how it's done And so I'm always saying, Follow me as I follow Christ, and become somebody. Become an old tom sheep. It's good. Become somebody, somebody that can lead others, that can be the example. Right. See, this is how you do it. This is what the shepherd wants us to do. I'm gonna do it. Now you see I can do it, you can do that's it. That's right. And uh
1: step at a time.
2: You know. I believe that's what that story was about yeah. was becoming the the sheep that follows the Lord and then shows the others how. Yeah.
0: And be willing if it, that's your season to be a sheep that does follow. Correct. The elder sheep. We all right? have yep. the season of yep.
2: following. In my opinion, I would never want to follow a lead sheep that had never followed a lead sheep.
0: Hmm. So this, you know, tying this back into discipline, I think there's, you know, this discipline. I think an element of it is this um, the discipleship element of discipline, right? The Similar root words of, but through discipline we become like Christ, and we have to learn you know, from him but also from the examples he placed in our lives. So for those of us that maybe have had a hard time with following how like, what would you say to them?
1: Um well I, I think that would be probably um comes from your dad, but but also then if you've had people like pastors who have, you know, have destroyed your trust yeah. and it seems like when you first get saved you're re- you're really ready for that you know you're ready to be to follow to follow a shepherd for the yeah, most part believe
2: that guy's god's man yeah
1: mm-hmm. and then then you know and, and men are fallible you know um that's why it's it, we really believe it's follow me as i follow christ and i'll Endeavor not to hurt you, you know, will um, lead you to Jesus. But I think there needs to be just. I would, if I were you, I would just get in a car by myself and just say it out loud what the pastor did. You know, I think you're this. I think you're that. You know, you did you hurt me? You you know, yeah. um, but unless I forgive you, I can't be forgiven because he's still holding you in some kind of mm-hmm. unbelief prison, yeah. and yeah. you're not able to he's be con- all that you're supposed to be. He's controlling. You. And you know the thing is that Jesus, if you read if you read the Gospels um he jesus said a lot of things that were very disciplining to his yeah. disciples yeah. Yeah, i does. mean how long will i could be with you you yeah. know um kind of like i mean it just i can't even think of all of them but they all scattered yeah.
2: mm-hmm. you know how long must i put up put with, up with yeah. you
1: you know i mean he he disciplined like peter get behind me you know call him satan yeah. um after he just made a great statement of faith um if you read those as as a shepherd like steve was saying th- that he's a shepherd and you read the um the Gospels. He was very strong with his mm-hmm. disciples, yeah. and and we're not Jesus, and we're not saying we're Jesus. It's just the, the we are responsible, and we really are. It says that we're responsible for the people that come to the Father's house. We're not responsible for every Christian. We could be, but you know we are our brothers' keepers in, in areas. But we, Steve and I, are responsible for the people that come to the Father's house and decide to follow the message and the course of what God has for us. Yeah.
0: I thinking, and, and it's
2: I mostly know. from people betraying people. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Hurt people hurt people. Yeah, Betrayed people end up betraying people.
1: And I think it starts, I think it really does, for, for the most part, um, it starts when you first, you're on fire for Jesus mm-hmm. and you, you just go all in sometimes and just.
2: And you believe the best about that guy yeah. that yeah. God's called you to be with. And, and
1: it just turns out I, he
2: didn't believe the best mm-hmm. about himself, nor did he love you enough. To walk it right, it's and good. you got hurt. Yeah. And that's a that's a you Betrayed. know
1: the exhortation to every one of us. We are brothers keepers, mm-hmm. yeah. and it's like the damage we do being uh, actors or hypocrites. It's it just is, it's it's almost insurmountable for some of the young ones.
2: And then you come to the conclusion it's the easy it's the easy path to be then taught. I need no man to teach me. Yeah,
1: and grace grace covers everything. I have everything. the Holy
2: Spirit. I need no man to yeah. tell me what to do, because you trusted a few and they weren't trustworthy, mm-hmm. and it's like uh, you know. You keep picking girlfriends and they're all mean to you. And so you want to stop picking girlfriends mm-hmm. and uh, stop looking for one when God has a right one for you instead of just trying to have the one that God picked for you. You know, and, and overwhelm, be overwhelmed by it and be the right one, not the wrong one. And it's like any other subject. I keep picking bosses that are mean to me or I keep picking. It's just pretty soon you throw up your hand and just say, I quit. I'm not I'm not, anybody. I'm not following no more. Yeah, I'm not connected. Gonna... I'm going to be a loner. I believe. I believe. Mm-hmm. But it's it's not the way it works. And the
1: discipline of that, you know, the discipline is a tough word, and it makes it's almost like the um, submission yeah. word. It's a real tough word, especially in t- today's Christianity.
0: Yeah, you know, and as Paul writes this, and he uses the example of a of fathers, right, dads, and in in the time when he wrote this, there was a lot more. Let's say most fathers, fathers. took responsibility uh-huh. for the children, right? So as you read this, I, he's like, oh, you know what, father doesn't discipline us or raises, and then we think, well, many fathers today don't, don't. don't always do those things so you know a lot of people maybe didn't have a father or mm-hmm. a good father or anything like that so it's, it's hard for them to connect with the idea of god as a father yes. and then as a having a father in the life is really difficult so what would you say to those people yeah that's
1: really good you know i was just thinking as you're talking is that where has satan attacked uh, the church in the last 60 years we the fathers he took them out of the homes or you know. Um, and I think that's the, the, the um, system is they really want to take fathers out. So if you don't have a father, I mean, you know, identity comes through your father. And a lot of you are lacking uh, identity. And so it scares you. Authority scares you. So, again, it's like, it's like forgiving your father, even if you don't know who he is, forgiving him at such a deep level that you open your heart to someone else who's a non-biological father. Because remember, Joseph... Jesus didn't really have a father. He had God the Father, yeah. obviously, which is the best father. But he was born to a stepdad, mm-hmm. and he had non-biological fathers. So there are people in your sphere or in your life that could be a good father. And so, but but there's but there's some healing down in your identity that you really need to to look at. And I would suggest that you just ask the Holy Spirit to identify that in you. Does that is that good, yeah, Luke? Good.
2: And the overall purpose of this whole section of scripture is that we end up having a father who in heaven heaven. so when we pray my father who art in heaven we are praying to our father not someone else's father and we have a confidence that our father sees us as a son if we call him our father Mm -hmm. and that our father wants good things for his sons and we are one and in that the end result of all of that is that we would experience the peaceful fruit of righteousness which means we live righteous and we see and then we get to have the fruit of his righteousness. our righteousness is like filthy rags the best we live it but then we get to experience the peaceful fruit of it because we get his righteousness laid in and it's the righteousness of the lamb of god and when you look at lambs you know we're talking about shepherds and lambs and following and lambs are they are like they depend on touch and they depend on being cared for their blood is the number one anti-venom mm. on the earth, sheep blood. Oh. Um, lambs, are. They, they will lick the hand of someone who's in the middle of killing them. Oh. They will kiss the person slitting their throat. They will be exactly what this is. And I think that the end result of this, the description is, that we would be lambs led by shepherds so that we can become shepherds and experience the peaceful fruit of his righteousness that the lamb of god become our leader mm-hmm. to lead us into sonship huh. and we become anti-venomous uh. we become lovers of enemy lovers of those who do good Ill, evil to us and all of the things described in romans 12 mm-hmm. right and, yeah. and just we get to finish the race with the peaceful fruit of righteousness the world turmoil all around us all hell breaking loose and we get to live in the peaceful fruit of righteousness
0: well, i think that's a good place to call it I think it's, it's great, great. So, yeah you know take this invitation if you haven't yet to give god you know um I hesitate to say give him permission because he can do what he wants but like surrender to his role as father if you've not let him do that if you've resisted it then get you know say yes to that and also
1: and forgive your father
0: look around for Mm -hmm. who you know find someone who's wanting to be a father in your life and is qualified to be a father in your life and and you know as a leader and say yes to that person and i
1: think when you look around for a father in your life look for someone who has good fruit which is he's faithful to his wife his kids love him or they're you know they're raised or you know they're disciplined um, you know, he's he's honorable and, and doesn't lie and cheat.
0: That, I mean, again, for the last couple podcasts, the Romans 12 list is one that's doing those things. Romans 12.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's right. So,
0: but, yeah, just don't don't sit on your hands on this one. Do no. Do something about it. So. That's right. Thank you again for joining us, and we will be back next time.
1: Have a great week. Amen.
0: Thank you for listening to the Uncommon Truth Podcast today. I hope this episode encouraged you, inspired you, maybe even challenged you to keep seeking after everything Jesus has for you and the life he calls you to live. If you haven't already, please take a moment and subscribe to the Uncommon Truth Podcast. That way you'll get every episode each week when it's released. It would really help us if you could rate, review, and even share this podcast with anyone that you think would be encouraged by it. Help us spread the message to more people so that we can all live out this Christianity the way Jesus intended it to be. If you would like to get in touch with us, have any questions about the podcast, the topics, or even like us to pray for you, you can do so by emailing us at uncommontruthpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you again for listening, and I'll see you next time.